0: Well, I don't. I don't have
1: any special things, but I should have thought. You know, I love doing that. Sorry, I'm just kiddos. you. Those. We're gonna give Mama a break on the. Uh, I was gonna say the Mama joke, but no, we're not gonna be very good with you. But kind of just not with your kids involved. All right, the big big kid up front. Guys, take your Bibles, though. We'll go ahead and at least mark our spot here. Get to Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter thirteen, and we'll find ourselves. Over chapter. But happy Mother's Day. Uh, all of those there. and even if you're not a mother, you have a mother, right? We all work, so we can all celebrate in this day. We all partook in this day, right? And I guess in the yes, you did. Uh, so happy Mother's Day to everyone. You know, mom is a super mom. Now, I know uh, a lot of you out there, you may not wear the outfit or the cake, but you are super moms. We see you that way. Uh, so maybe you've had a, a, a super mom in your life thankful for my wife. She is truly a super mom. Uh, you've met my kids. You know, she has to be. You've met me. So you gotta, she, has to be. Um, she has five kids, counting me. This is a mother. You know, think about it. Um, this is what my mother thinks I do, if you're a mother. This is what society thinks I do. And this is what my mother thinks I do. And this is what I think I do. And boy, if you've ever crossed a mom, like, you'll see them claws come out. Anyway, this is what I really do, and this is what I really want to do. <laughs> so, I think that kind of covers it. Uh, I like that one. Pretty descriptive. You know, mom has style. I don't know about you, but man, my, I got my, my style from my mom. My mom, was the, you know, she, she works at Steinmark right now. She's all been about the fashion. So, uh, you know, some of you learned your style from mom, and it's not uncommon. A lot of things we get from mom. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, that was a real fast overview right there. Well, I don't know what went crazy with that one. Help me out there, big guy, if you don't mind. Wow, sir. I'm gonna let you click on that one after the fashion statements. Not mom knows fun. Let's go back, now you're really messing with me.
0: Mom knows fashion, there you go, she knows jeans.
1: Mom, jeans, anybody sport? No, no, we don't wanna we don't see that this uh, Can you go backwards one, I think it was one we missed, maybe, no, okay, all right, got you. thank you, sir. We'll skip on to the next one. Uh, next up, mom knows fun. I don't know about you, my mom always took me to see my post. There was a little skating rink in town called Jones's Skating Rink. This was kids, we used to actually go outside the house uh, in my generation, younger. We actually left the home, but on like Friday nights, if you want to do something really uptown, you went roller skating. Right? Roller skating, that's where it was at. I was in part of that generation. I was at the tail end of that generation. But I was, you know, skating. You went skating. Mom used to take us to Jones' Skating Rink, and I'm telling you, so much fun. And then the mall came about in the '80s, and that's where the kids started hanging out. I don't know, Carl. Where do kids hang out now? Restaurants. Restaurants hey, go. Hey, huh? that, that's probably explains the obesity rate in our nation. <laughs> 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 just uh, but yeah, you know, there's always a place to hang out. Mom knows fun. Oh man, I'm gonna stop clicking this thing, bro. You think it's a battery? I wish it was. Right, go I'm, on, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna come you up and get it from you. I'll just point at you. Just keep going there real fast so they don't read them. You know, that's kind of, you know. um, It might be best. Mom knows just what to say. You know, she gives good advice. Like, Have fun living on the street with your boyfriend. <laughs> Hopefully that's not the advice your mama gave you. That's one of those times you can ignore your mama's advice. Who's going to click if you're up here, my friend? Oh, we got it. Oh, okay. Boom. Let's see if we can go. There you go. Hey, this is a true statement from a baseball fan's we would not have baseball players <laughs> without mom. It's <coughs> <That's> deep, isn't it? <laughs> I can get that on the drive home. Oh, that's what he meant. Okay. Yeah, dude, like a boss. I mean, check that out. That's like some of our girls that played for our softball team here at the church. You don't want to talk about Lauren, Allison? Come on, you who know those girls represented around right here? Don't make me bother you out. God bless you. So, yeah, there we go. What about this next one? How do you like this? Yeah. Um, wow. Advice from Mr. T. <laughs> treat him on the rack. Yeah, that's good advice, Mr. T. I almost showed y'all the video. Y'all know he had a mother's name video? Who's singing? Oh, y'all gonna have fun Googling <laughs> that Yes, there's really a music videos so from black like in the early 80s. You can check it out. I didn't have time to show you. Here's some advice from Vanilla Ice. Word to your mother. You can tell what generation I was of, right?
0: Well, and for our
1: Spanish-speaking audience, that's learned a few for those of you <laughs> Everyone loves mom. It's Mother's Day. We're here to celebrate, honor moms, and so uh, that, that's what we want to do this morning. Um, we'll click onto that next title. If you would take time. We're in Luke 13, uh, and this is our title: <laughs> Jesus, Moms, and Chickens. <laughs> oh, you have to let Angela hear this. Uh, Jesus, Moms, and Chickens. In fact, I almost consulted you guys in my research. They own a chicken farm, and so I uh, almost you know tried. But anyway. We'll, we'll go to the scriptures Look if you would Luke uh, 13 verse 34 And follow up. Luke 13 verse 34 Oh Jerusalem Jerusalem The one who kills the prophets And stones those who were sent to her How often I wanted to gather your children together As a hen gathers her brood under the Is left to you destined. <coughs> and assuredly, I say to you, you shall not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Father, I pray that you will go before us in this message, Lord, that you will fill me with your spirit, that you will give me recall, that you will allow your word to speak to the heart of the listener. And Lord, I pray that you draw us all near to you today. I pray that you. Be so, Father God, I ask that you to remove distractions. I pray that you be honored in everything that's done in this service, in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, according to a March eighth, um, two thousand eleven article in the British paper, The Telegraph, research funded by the Biotechnology and Biological Research Council Animal Welfare Initiative, they found this to be true chickens are capable of feeling empathy all. chickens are capable of feeling empathy scientists believe domestic chickens display signs of empathy the ability to feel another's pain that is at the heart of compassion study <coughs> now i don't know how much money they spent on researching these chickens to find out that they have empathy I think I might could have saved them a whole lot of time by simply reading the verse of Scripture I just read to you that Christ our Lord used himself. Look at the passage of Scripture. This is Jesus standing, looking over Jerusalem. His betrayal is close at hand. He's getting ready to go to the cross of Calvary to shed his blood for the sins of mankind. And specifically, he came to his own, and his own did not receive him. And so, he's looking at Jerusalem. And anytime Jesus repeats something, it's like, Mama, used your middle name. You better listen. You understand what I'm saying? Jeremy, Reuben, Barner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Ruben, for those of you who didn't know. All right, I let the joke slide. Okay. <laughs> Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And notice what he says. You see the compassion, the heart of Christ in this. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. God has designed chickens to be protective, to have a compassion for babies. But the illustration that's given here is given because Jesus Christ longed for those that he came to to receive God is not willing that any should perish but that all would come to repentance but notice what it says in that verse as the hen gathers her brood under her wings but you were not with and we know judgment would soon fall upon Jerusalem decimate, yes, mean. temple worship ended. We know why it ended, because Christ is the fulfillment. He's our high priest. But, oh, his love His compassion and longing. Guys, when you see the love and compassion of a mom, we should see Christ in that. Paul said, if you see anything good in me, it's not me, it's Christ's enemy. Any attribute that is of such beauty of such great love is simply a poor reflection, even in its best form. Our great deeds are nothing more than filthy rags when compared to the glory of God. How much more of the, the, the the failing love of, of, of a mom, comparatively speaking, to uh, that of our Lord and Savior. Now this Mother's Day, I want to honor our mother's, but I want to do that by focusing on Christ, our King. You know, for those of you visiting, we, we recently watched a film called The American Gospel. And I encourage you, go home, rent it. You get it on YouTube. You can get it on video. You can stream it through Amazon Prime. probably cost you about five bucks to rent it, 15 to own it. You need to watch it. You need to view it. And I, I was reminded after we watched that, Mother's Day's coming up and you know there's one clip in there where the guy talks about on Mother's Day, you know, that you, you don't want <coughs> somebody, you don't ever want somebody just coming into a service like this and it just being, you know, a, a, a story about mom. It's not what we gather today. Now, we want to honor our moms and that may very well be what brought you here today. But guys, how important is it that the pulpit proclaim the death of burial and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why we're here. That's why we're here today. But in this moment, I want to honor our moms, but I want to do so by elevating Christ. And so I pray that through this message today we will see Christ as we see him in our mothers. And so, with that said, the goodness of God as found in a mom. If you have experienced the empathy um, my There it is. If you have experienced the empathy of a compassionate mom, you've experienced the goodness of God expressed through the love of a mom. Check out this Bible verse. Isaiah 66, 13 says, As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort and you will be comforted over Jerusalem. And this was prophesied prior to the passage we saw in Luke. God's desire was to bring comfort to his people. Guys, can I tell you this morning? God's desire is to bring comfort, not comfort in the way that the world describes it, but rest and peace for the soul. Are you willing? You know, this is uh, a, a peculiar delightful metaphor, according to Spurgeon's quote, if we can pull that one up. Um, A father can comfort, think about this, a father can comfort, but I think he's not much at home, as much at home as he is at work. When God speaks about his pity, he compares himself to the father. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. But when he speaks about comfort, he selects the mother. <coughs> when I had seen the little ones sick, I felt all the pity in the world for them. But I did not know how to set to work to comfort. But the mother knows by instinct how to do it. Man, there was nothing better than when you're sick. You don't want daddy. You want mom. Well, just be honest, Ben. you know, that's mom's that's gig, and that's good. God has wired moms that way. I mean, you know, and, and, and I don't know, you probably weren't like me, but, you know, my sickness might have been done in, like, you know, four hours, but we're going to take at least two days on it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, my wife says, yeah, you still do that. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, maybe so. But, you know, it's like, possibly oh, some chicken noodle soup, a little Sprites. I mean, just, you know, mom knew how to take care of it. She knew how to bring you some comfort, Right. Guys, can I tell you this morning? I don't know what you're going through. I don't know if your soul is sick, maybe even physical sickness. Can I tell you, there is one who longs to bring you up, to bring you what you need, and it's far greater than chicken soup. I'm not going to endorse chicken soup for the soul, but you know that truly is what God brings. That is what He provides. Goodness, God when we see that in a mom, that's what we should be drawn to. We should be drawn to the very heart of God. And some of you, look, maybe you didn't have a good loving mother. Maybe you didn't have a mom who did these things for you. My heart breaks for you, but can I tell you this? Look for your mom in the pages of Scripture. What God intended for a mother to be like. Because she's there. What God desired, what God does desire it's there. We also see the grace of God as found in a mom. If you've experienced the comfort of a mother's love, you've tasted the grace of God and his comfort. Consider this passage, Proverbs 31, 26-27. She opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Hmm. You know, you see here in this passage, you see wisdom. And if a mom's going to have wisdom, then it must come from the fear of the Lord. The Bible says that the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, Proverbs 9:10. Kindness. You see that displayed here in this Proverbs thirty one woman, and if you're going to have kindness, then that's going to be an outflow of the fruit of the Spirit Galatians five twenty two But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Godly moms understand this. They know this. They recognize that they're never going to do this in their own strength. Oh yeah, we're going to we're going to love our children. <coughs> you're never gonna love them with the agape love that they need the love of Christ that's truly needed without the Spirit of God dwelling in the heart she looks well to her household the ways of her household is what the scripture told us in that Proverbs 31 passage she looks well to the ways of her household <coughs> as Ephesians 2 19 tells us now therefore you're no longer strangers or foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God how much more does God look out and care for his household And so we abide under the wings of the almighty we abide under the protection i know the ladies just recently had a, a great bible study and it was all about abiding and that's where we're to be that's where we're to stay we must abide in His Word. His Word must abide in us. If we're going to produce fruit in our life, the branch must be attached to the vine. It's the life flow of the, the sap, if you will, the Holy Spirit that flows in us and through us to produce that fruit. It's not of our word. To God be the glory. All of these are illustrations. By the way, that idleness that was mentioned, you know. Proverbs 31, mama, she knows how to get it done, right? Before sunrise, after sunset. I mean, mamas work. And, and, and look, mamas who work a vocation, that's my that's, that's vocation work. Because a mama's job is full-time regardless, whether she stay at home or whether she's helping to bring home to, to, to the finance. And you see that in Proverbs 31. So we see the idleness that it was there's no idleness found in her. And think about this Psalm one twenty one verse four. And the ESV reads it this way: "Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. God's got you covered, twenty four seven. Mama can't do it. Mama got to have some rest. Mama, you get some rest today. I hope. All right? I'm already enlisted. Bob and told my children what we're going to do when we get home. Today. Mama going to have a good day, right? But God doesn't need rest. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't slumber, right? How important is that relationship in our understanding of who He is? As much as the love of uh, uh, all of these, let let me get this. All of these are illustrations of the grace of God on display in the life of when you see these attributes carried out day in and day out, whether it's your wife or whether it's your mother, one who knows the Lord fears the Lord. These are attributes. These are illustrations of <coughs> the We're not meant to be satisfied in simply those things alone, guys. These are these are these are reflections. These are these are draws, if you will. To bring us to Christ That we might know him That we might understand his love That we might experience that life changing grace That we all stand in need of How about this Isaiah 49 49, uh, 49 verse 15 Can a woman forget her nursing child That she should have no compassion On the son of her womb Even these may forget Yet I will not forget Guys, a true story confession. I think some of you heard me tell this story <coughs> before. All right, I did get dad the year award on this, and I remember I was a new dad. Babe was just she was a wee little lassie, and she was buckled into her little car seat, and I was a youth pastor at the time, and I remember I went to pick up this young guy. I was going to take him to lunch. He was in our youth group, and so I pulled up. And cj's house and cj comes running around and cj was a little awkward anyway and, and so he goes you know it, it's just me empty front seat instead of what like you would think get in the front seat he goes to the back door like i'm going to chauffeur him and opens up the door to get in the back seat and, and oh there's faith in her in her little car seat so he has to get in the front seat You know, hey welcome to the party um so we go we, you know, we go out we're gonna we're gonna go just spend some time together and and so I I need to stop at Walmart. I need to get something at Walmart. So CJ and I are talking, having a good conversation. Get out, go walking into the Walmart, and, and I always, anytime I go to Walmart, I love to stand there and look at all the pictures of the missing children. You know, because you never know, especially when you're a youth pastor, who might cycle through your youth group. Oh, I know that kid. He's my So you know, we're standing there looking at the wall, and I'm just this is a teaching moment. You know, and we're looking at the different. All of a sudden missing child. <gasps> Baby? <laughs> my baby's in the car. I mean this is like my first time out with my child. first time my wife trusted me to take my child out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you what, like I CJ standing there talking, he's like no conversation. And I'm like Dude, I am sprinting like this guy ain't running. Some of y'all send me run some bases, Bryce. You tried to kick, catch me one day. Is Bryce here tonight. Yeah, yeah. You try to catch me one day on a football field, bro. I'm telling you. And he didn't have no problem catching me. It's like, I mean, here but that day, man, I was smoking him across that parking lot. And I kid you not, I'm about halfway across the parking lot and I'm hearing this baby screaming cry. And my heart is pounding. I get there, it's not her. She's sound asleep. <laughs> Man, my heart stopped. I forgot my child. It happens, guys. Listen, you know, that's a whole other sermon series in and of the sale, you know, It happens. It happened that day. Because do you know what this passage of scripture tells us? God's not going to forget us. Look at it. It says right here. It appears to be that way. Let's read it again. Sing for joy. Right okay. can, a, can a woman forget her nursing child? that she should have no compassion on the of or womb, even these may forget yet I will not forget them. now the people as we'll find a little later in this passage, they feel like God's forgotten them, we've all been there, sometimes you feel like God has forgotten you, but he's not forgotten as much as the love of a godly mother is how much greater is the love of God? Now, Dad might forget you. Yeah, Mom's not going to forget you. Especially a nursing child, right? He's like, Where's my child? Oh, get yeah. something my glasses. Where's my glasses? He didn't even know. That never happens, right? <laughs> I think that's. Anyway. Isaiah 49, 13 through 15 goes on and says this. Sing for joy, O heavens, and exult, O earth. Break forth, O mountains, into singing. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on his afflicted. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. Bless you, my brother. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forsaken me. Now, he ain't. And we fast forward from Isaiah to the passage that we're focusing on today in Luke. And Jesus said, Oh, like a mother hen, I want to gather. To, to encourage your mom, you know, you want to sing her praises, so to speak. Whether she's, whether she's past, still alive. You want to encourage others about a legacy, take some time today, to talk about mom. You yeah, know, this is good. This is encouraging. But I want us to think about this Proverbs 31 passage. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also. Again, when I look at this passage, I look through Proverbs thirty-one. It's important. We, again, we just recently shared this. I <coughs> uh, shared. I think we heard it recently too in a Bible study. You know, too often times, you go into pulpits, you go into churches today, and you hear the story about David, you know, and slaying Goliath. And, and, and the sermon ends up being, <laughs> "You are the hero. You're the David. You slay the giant, so you can go out and face the world and take on that evil boss or your problem." Guys, that's not what the scripture is about. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's a narrative from beginning to end. about the glory of our creator God, Jesus Christ, who loves us and gave his life for us, that we might have relationship with him, restored, renewed, new life in Christ. It's about him. To God be the glory. And so, when you read a Proverbs 31, not so much looking about what is on the page about you or what you need to do, look at who God is. <laughs> see his glorious attributes, see his love. Recognize you can't do this in and of yourselves. But the transforming grace that God provides, the light of his word that shines a light onto your path, this is how we're able to. Show the love of Christ to the world around us. It's a sacrificial dying of self, which again points to Christ because that's the hero of the story. And so moms, I love you and we want to honor you today. And I want to encourage you to let Christ be at the center of your life, of your home, because that's where the shelter is. That's where the comfort is. That's where the goodness of God is. That's where the grace of God is. And that's where to God be the glory (coughs) Never forget that God alone is ultimately the one who is worthy of us. Amen. Revelation 4.11 says, You are worthy, O Lord. To receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. To God, be the glory. Psalm 139, 13 says, For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. Psalm 113, verse 9 says, He gives the barren Woman, a home, making her the joyous mother of children. Praise the Lord. I'm going to take a little soapbox moment here. How is it we trust a sovereign God with our very eternal soul, but I can't trust him with how many children I should. God's word says children are a blessing from the Lord. I'm not here if, if, if you're in irreversible state. Some of you say, "Listen, I, unless I'm a Sarah, I ain't having no more children." I understand, <laughs> but Grandma, the whole council of God is worthy of sharing. We've bought into a system that I believe goes against the revealed truth of God's word in this area. When I read the Old Testament, I see over and over and over and over again, and I challenge you to look at it. Don't take my word for it. You know, t- take the scripture. And how many times do you see God open the womb and close the womb? God open the womb and close the womb. God open the womb and close the I know many of you, some of you have experienced it, some of you have been there. Some of you can never have children, And, and that's a mystery in God's plan that only he has that answer. And I know Mother's Day is hard for that. We've walked those for years. Some of you have walked those for years and understand that. And so that belongs to God. And so we learned a long time ago that, you know what? If I can trust God with my soul, I can trust God with how many children I'm supposed to have. Well, I mean, you can't afford those children. That's God's problem, not my problem. Well, you're part of the problem of the world today. No, 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 no. The problem of the world today is we're not making disciples. And if God gives me 10 children, that I can make 10 disciples, how strong are those arrows going out into the world for the cause of Christ? <coughs> We've missed this. We've missed this in our churches. And so immediately we push the birth control. We push the birth control. I know I'm soapboxing this Mother's Day, but it's Mother's Day. Be fruitful and multiply. When did he rescind that? find it in scripture, bring it to me. When did he rescind it? Man, we could have, we, you want to talk about buying into something? The church bought into no more children, so we have 2.1, whatever the average is. That's what we want. And the world says, hey, if I have a bunch of children, I get some extra help from, from welfare. That's the world's philosophy. and we wonder why the world is in the state it is, maybe it's because those who had a bunch of children that didn't make disciples now run the countries. Whereas if those of us who know the Lord had multiplied and stayed in leadership <coughs> roles because there's so many of us, the world might look a lot different. I'm getting off so far. All right. <laughs> Let God be in birth control. That's my, that's my, that's my finish there. All right, he gives the barren woman home. Well, application, let's close it out. I said, I promised. I promise promise Patty, we won't let y'all out early today, I'll keep my word. Yeah, we're on time, it's good. All right, here we go, (coughs) application. Mom, care enough to love them to Jesus. Care enough to love them to Jesus. Realizing the result is not up to you. Because the perfect mother, Eve, was the perfect mother. She was truly perfect at one time. She was perfect in the perfect environment. She was perfect at one time. She had a son who ended up being a murderer. Take the pressure off yourself, mama. It ain't up to you. care enough to love them to Jesus, realizing the result's not up to you, only the obedience to follow the Lord yourself, and calling them to repentance and faith is your only role. Salvation belongs to the Lord, yet he's not willing that any should perish but that all might come to repentance. So pray, believing that to be his will while trusting his will. Be that. Children, here enough come to, Jesus. <coughs> come to Jesus realizing God loves you and demonstrated that love at Calvary he offers you grace not judgment but he's calling you to himself will you come see that was the the illustration earlier in the passage that we looked at we'll look at it again here for just a second Proverbs 23 25 says, Let your father and mother be glad. Let her who bore you rejoice. You know what makes a mama's heart rejoice? I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Whew! That'll make a mama's heart happy. You hear me, children? Big children? Little children? All children? I have no greater joy <coughs> than to hear it, that my children walk in truth. I got a question. Will you surrender your life to the Lord today? Are you going to continue to walk in the error as Jerusalem did? Oh, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. The one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. That was like the worst sin that could have been committed. God is saying, look, it doesn't matter how bad the sin is that you've committed. It doesn't matter how bad it is. He loves you. He wants you to come to him. He wants to take you under the protective, mighty wings of himself. But you're not willing. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. But you were not willing. See is left to you desolate. And assuredly I say to you, you shall not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now, Jesus rode into town on a donkey, and many of them weighed palm branches and said that. But guys, there's a final fulfillment of this passage prophetically when the Lord comes again. And those who pierced him. Wait until it's too late. The Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. I don't know your circumstances, but I'm telling you, God desires to take you under his almighty wings. Will you come? Father, it's Mother's Day and a day that uh, we do honor moms, and Lord, when I look at this passage, I can't help but think of the, the love of a mom. Jesus himself used that illustration of a hen who, who loves the, the, the little chicks and wants them to be protected? And how much more a loving, godly mother desires her children to be protected, to truth? So, Father, I pray in this moment that you will really I don't know, whether there's a mother here, a father here, a child here today that does not know you let today be their day of salvation the destruction of Jerusalem came in 87 <coughs> decimated, wiped out they rejected Jesus as their Messiah Lord, uh, no doubt there may be someone here today or listening up to this point, they rejected Oh, well, maybe there's an intellectual understanding maybe there's even a said profession of faith but there's not a possession of Life transforming change has ever taken place. I pray, Lord, that the Spirit of God would draw them to repentance and surrender. And that they would look to the only name under heaven, given amongst men by which to be saved by the name and person of Jesus Christ. And they come in full surrender. Heart, but it also have rejoicing in heaven amongst the angels in the presence of God. One of so Lord, that grace goes out even today. May you have your will and in each heart today. Thank you for the moms who know you. Thank Lord, may their lives continue to produce the fruit that points others to the love of Christ. His goodness, his grace, and his glory. In Jesus' name. And all of God's people said.